Hey there, what's up? Welcome to another episode of the Miami Comedy Podcast. It's me, Manny Garavito. Who else would it be? Happy holidays, Merry Christmas, Happy Hanukkah, Kwanzaa, any other weird religion you might be into that celebrates at the end of the year. How convenient is it that at the end of the year we all got to get ourselves gifts? You know why? It's a conspiracy. We're all buying gifts to keep that economy going. The real religion that we're following here is making and giving away money. That's right. I said it. You heard it here first, Miami Comedy Podcast. Welcome to the episode, everybody. <laughs> How are you? Um, I'm here in my brand new studio. I just updated the uh, the garage here, and um, I'm liking the way it come it, it, it's coming out. To be honest, it has obviously you know four walls, but it has different sections. So in one wall, I have this really big uh, whiteboard. High quality glass because I realized, by the way, here's a tip. If you get a whiteboard, don't get the plastic ones. Get the ones made out of glass because the plastic ones, when you write on them and you try to erase it, it leaves like that ghosting image behind. What you want is the good, thick glass. Maybe get a little bonus with the magnets in the back so you can stick up any parking tickets on there to remind yourself. I mean, that's what I do it. Uh, <laughs> um, and then uh, I've got uh, some great frames here, um, some posters of uh um i think there, there was like a art gallery in california i think the name of it was called is this thing on and uh local comedians would come up with a, an art piece dedicated to their favorite kind of a comedian or comedy style or sketch show and i was able and fortunate enough to find one for my own, myself for my own and uh in this particular poster it's a montage it's a i'd say uh, a collection. What's another word for thing? Where a bunch of photos, a, a collage. That's it. It's a collage of photos and colors and caricatures of different comedians. I'm looking at it right now. I'll see if I could post it on Twitter or something. So follow us on Twitter so I can add some extras on there at Miami Comedy Com. Uh, it's got Eddie Murphy, George Carlin, Richard Pryor, Letterman, Don Rickles. Seinfeld, Pee Wee Herman, Bill Hicks, uh, Tina Fey, Sarah Silverman, Chappelle, John Stewart, some great comedians, and it's uh, it's a very original piece, and I, I'm actually glad that I still have it. I think it's about seven to eight years old. When I first discovered it online, I said I have to get a piece from this place, and lo and behold, I found one. There's also another one here of a book cover that I read and I saw online that the artist that drew this book cover was selling original prints with his signature on it. So I ordered one. His name is Android Jones, I believe. And he accidentally sent, he sent me two. So now I have like a collector, two collector's editions of this particular art piece. And I can't wait to send it out on eBay and see how much it sells for probably a few years from now. You know, there's a couple of things I've learned when it comes to art. Uh, number one, art basil's a waste of time. <laughs> At least here in Miami. Here's what you got to do. Go on Netflix and look up. I'm not sure if it's still there. I've seen this documentary about two years ago. Look up Blurred Lines, a look behind the art industry or the art world or something like that. And there's like a 30-minute segment in that documentary just roasting 
the Miami Art Basel. Uh, I think some of the things that they were mentioning was that it's very, it's a very pretentious way of pretending that you are sophisticated in the art world, and all the artists kind of know this. And it's a, it's they say it's like a money grab when you go, not necessarily a money grab in terms of selling art because they say in Miami no art gets sold. It's kind of like one big marketing event where people just go out. They use the art pieces as a backdrop, and uh, you just go out drinking and partying, but no art is really being sold. Um, and I think I think everyone that's involved in it is kind of like in on the joke kind of thing because I don't know what's going on in social media. I mean, I haven't attended Art Basel in such a long time. There's like a banana that you put on the wall, and it's got a, like duct tape over it, and it's selling for like $120,000, ironically. There's no merit to this kind of artwork, right? It's just kind of like, hey, look how silly this is. I'm going to sell it for a lot of money. You know what it is? Art Basel is like one big lottery. Do you have a shitty art piece to sell? Well, come on down to the Miami Art Basel and see how much it would sell for. And then it becomes this whole big commotion online. And you know what? You hit the lotto. You hit the lotto for the most ironic piece selling for hundreds of thousands, if not millions of dollars, because the people in Miami just don't care. (laughs) <laughs> the only real masterpiece at the Miami Art Basel is when you're walking the streets of Wynwood drunk. It's three in the morning. Everything around you is closing. And lo and behold, right in front of you is a food truck menu. It's large. It's colorful. It's creative. And it's got a very hefty price tag. It is your savior. I think the last time I've been to an Art Basel was in 2013, 2014. Somewhere around there. And I love art. Don't get me wrong. Uh, I'm just not pretentious with it. I like seeing art that's got the uh, depth to it. You know, like when you look at it, you kind of get that feeling, oh, there might be a little bit more than this. And then you kind of go deeper into it and realize that there's a lot of like secret coatings or a backstory or a reason or a, a feeling of emotion that gets drawn out. Something outside of irony. Uh, <laughs> yeah, man, it's uh, art pieces. The more ironic they are, the, the higher the price tag. Hey, man, maybe I'm just getting old. I don't get it. I don't get it. Anyways, moving on. Um, this week, Wednesday, December 11th, where you are going to be doing the, uh, the roast battle. And uh, this is by far one of the most in-demand shows we've got. If you haven't been to any of our Miami Comedy Roast Battles at Bar to Winwood, do yourself a favor. Make your reservations. Go to MiamiComedy.com slash barter. Make your seating reservations. Arrive before 9 o'clock because it's going to get so full. People just love seeing comedians insult each other. It's just so much fun to see what you see in Comedy Central, you know, those roast battles. And then you go to Winwood, and it's right in front of you happening live. And some of these insults, they are, they are so, so funny because you may not know who the comedians are, but once you, you know the first round occurs and you see them both standing toe-to-toe with each other and you know they're about to insult each other, a lot of magic happens. A lot of magic happens. And it's one of the most entertaining uh, weekly shows we've got going on. So once again, MiamiComedy.com slash barter. Um, Check out the shows we've got going on there because they're absolutely great. And uh, now that it's the end of the year, 
you've got to check out the comedy shows that we've got going on. We've established a nice Monday through Thursday weekly lineup of events. We're switching it up. People are dropping in. Out-of-town comics are interested in performing in these bars to kind of show you what comedy is like outside of the city of Miami. It's kind of like you're watching a really complex performing arts piece when you see stand-up comedy. Because the comedy in Miami can vary within itself. Like this comedian you know, does this kind of comedy, this comedian does that kind of that kind of comedy. And then imagine all the variables that you can also experience when they're from out of town. All the, all the culture that is, let's say, from like D.C. or Jersey or New York, and then they come down to Miami, you can see the contrast, and it makes it more interesting to hear the kind of jokes or the kind of crowd work, even the kind of accents or the premises or the directions of the joke or the writing. It's just an amazing way to see what the art of stand-up comedy really is and what makes you laugh outside of the norm. Because sometimes you'd be surprised at a certain comedy style that you didn't know existed, or at least a kind of comedy style that takes you by surprise that still makes you laugh. Check out the comedy shows we've got going on Monday through Thursday because 2019 is an absolute blast. We've only got like, what, two, three weeks left before it's over? 2019, we've grown so much. We've really made a lot of noise. And I just, you know, I'm just appalled sometimes when I look like this morning, I was going through some old photos of me and where I was performing and all the comedians that came and went. And to see where we are now as a local comedy scene, it just, it's amazing. It's really amazing. So if you're listening to this and you attended our shows before, or if you're a comedian or performer, thank you. If you're a venue owner, thank you. You've really, you've really contributed in a, by, you know, with stride, with big stride, you've really contributed to what I knew was possible, what we knew was possible years ago. All organized, well-promoted, good relations with everyone involved. It's a blessing. It really is. Okay? And with that being said, I'm going to go ahead and end the uh, podcast here. We usually do this show every single Sunday. However, some I just flew in from New York. Um, well... Newark, as they say in Jersey, which is only about like 30 minutes away. And uh, I'm working on comedy calendar, guys. And I'm also working on a new business project that uh, I know I have so many. But uh, in order for this to take motion, certain pieces need to come into play in order for something to um, grow organically. So I kind of have to take a couple of steps before comedy calendar becomes the next big thing in order for it to be done you know, financially sound because anyone could just, you know, put $50,000 on advertising and hope for the best. Right. But I think the, uh, the organic way, if you do it strategically and you know what you're doing is the best way to go about, but I'm going to different cities. I'm connecting with a lot of comics. I'm seeing what the comedians are like. I'm seeing what the people that attend the shows are like. I'm seeing the venues and I'm trying to get a feel for how comedy is different and yet the same in different areas of the nation so that when we start going outside and start producing the promotions, the bookings, the talents, the relationships, it's all organic rather than just one big uh, shovel of, of money, <laughs> you know? 
So uh, stay tuned. If you haven't followed at Comedy Calendar on Instagram, please do so. Visit ComedyCalendar.com. See the initial beta stages. And hopefully you'll be able you'll be able to witness what we've got in store outside of Miami for the rest of the nation. And maybe even one day the entire globe. All right, guys. See you on the next episode.